0: The 57th Chicago International Film Festival kicks off on October 13, 2021, with their opening night after dark feature, Halloween Kills, the latest chapter in the iconic four-decade horror franchise starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Screening for this film will take place at the Music Box Theater on Southport. On Thursday, October 14th, the Chicago International Film Festival After Dark welcomes director Jacob Gentry and actor Harry Shum Jr. to the Music Box Theater for a presentation of the Chicago set film Broadcast Signal Intrusion, which will also be available for virtual screening via the festival's streaming app. By the way, as many of you know, I am a huge fan of Roku and chose the festival's Roku version of the app to pre-screen a number of the films. If you like this format, I recommend it. Otherwise, there is a more traditional online app as well. This is Reno Loveson, executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com and reviewer for chicagotheaterandarts.com, where you can read my reviews if you do not prefer the podcast version. As always, if you need podcasting or video production assistance for your business or organization, check out renoweb.net. responsible for last night's act of video piracy. These video pirates managed to briefly override broadcast. The the incident is now under investigation by the FCC. What was that? That is no concern of yours. i had a chance to pre-screen broadcast signal intrusion and found it to be a visually appealing thriller by a talented production team with a great musical score the film is set in nineteen ninety nine where video editor james no last name who is incidentally very believably portrayed by harry shum jr of crazy rich asians fame Sets out to find who is behind the interruptions of local TV broadcast signals that occurred 10 years earlier, featuring a weird masked figure speaking some garbled messages through a haze of static, which may be connected to the disappearance of several women. Inspired by a true Chicago mystery, the original incident happened on the night of November 22, 1987, when two stations in Chicago were hijacked for several minutes by a still-unidentified person wearing a Max Headroom mask accompanied by distorted audio, which this film kind of riffs on. For younger listeners, or in case you forgot, Max Headroom was a futuristic robotic broadcaster that appeared briefly on a TV series by the same name. But understand, this film uses the original incident as an inspiration. This is not a documentary or recreation. 15 years later and they still never caught the hackers who pulled it off. Broadcast intrusions are a rare cultural phenomenon. In both intrusions, a woman went missing just prior to the signal being hijacked. Why are you so curious about this? I need to know why. You are out of your depth, my friend. Do You think there's a pattern? You think the tapes are trying to tell you something? They are. You're not going to find it, though. Broadcast Signal Intrusion is a vintage homage to 1970s paranoid cinema like Marathon Man or All the President's Men, with a lot of cryptic clues and red herrings. But in my opinion, this film falls short compared to the classics on which it's based, with more loose ends than your grandma's shag carpet. If you're a fan of this genre, you might want to check it out. I say the Chicago setting is fun, but I call it a local odyssey full of intriguing characters that is, at best, a pleasurable buggy ride to nowhere that leaves you mildly exhilarated, but ultimately unfulfilled. Runtime is 104 minutes. Say someone did hide a message in those tapes. Do you really want to be the guy to figure out what that means? In keeping with our Chicago oriented podcast program, I had a chance to preview Shorts 1, an eclectic showcase of eight short subjects from a variety of filmmakers with ties to Chicago or Illinois. Each film runs about 10 minutes or less, and one ticket at the festival will provide access to the entire collection. Four of the shorts have immigrant-related themes, and four have generational or age-related themes. Though they each are very personal stories, I would describe only one of them as being specifically documentary. Two are essentially art films one of those being in the genre of horror so there's a little bit here for everybody but clearly these folks know how to tell stories and make them look beautiful i'll begin with sink which is a brilliantly disturbing film shot entirely as an overhead shot of a bathroom sink with the only character a pair of hands and the occasional top of a man's head written performed and edited by curtis Matsky, with interesting music and great sound effects that really heighten the experience. In Close Ties to Home Country, written, directed, and outstandingly performed by Akanksha Krasinski, an immigrant dog walker pines for home while having a weird connection to the animal she cares for. Produced by Amrita Singh, Winning in America explores the relationship of an immigrant father and daughter as they prepare for the state regional competition of the National Spelling Bee. Get Well Soon is another terrifically performed visually attractive vignette piece that focuses on the emotions of a young woman dealing with the illness of her father, written and directed by Ashley Thompson. Similarly, By the Time I Reach Him by Meg Walsh uses black and white imagery with voiceover to portray an intimate voyeuristic conversation between a daughter and her Alzheimer-afflicted father. Speck of Dust is also a voiceover-driven introspective narrative with a vintage vibe that speaks to themes of loneliness and existence from the point of view of an elderly man. Produced by Moroccan-American Chicago-based filmmaker Simo Ezuberi. The Year I Went Looking for Birds is a kind of enjoyable video image gallery by Danny Carroll that illustrates his ability to find interesting images but is more of a demo reel than a fully conceived production. Virginia Armados produced Monochromatic Dreams, which has a lovely musical score by Natalia Perez and is the most straightforward documentary in the group, offering insight into the work of Latinx media installation artist Yvette Mayagora. Shorts 1 has a runtime of 76 minutes and can be viewed in person or online. Visit chicagofilmfestival.com for details. Celebrating its 57th edition October 13th through the 24th 2021, the Chicago International Film Festival is North America's longest-running competitive international film festival, showcasing the best in international and independent films from around the world. The 57th edition will be held in person and virtually. From dramas and thrillers to documentaries and comedies, the festival presents a diversity of offerings. Look for several reviews and event podcasts from ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, including reviews of a few Chicago-oriented features, including Any Given Day for the Left Hand and Punch Nine for Harold, among others. This is Reno Lovison. encouraging you to like, share, and most of all, subscribe to our podcast at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com or wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts to be alerted to new podcasts as they are posted. She thought no one would ever find you. But I felt you. It gets under your skin, doesn't it?